We're never gonna die. We're gonna live forever. It's almost November. That's gonna be my birthday. And it's also gonna be our friend Kanan's birthday and some other people's birthdays. But most importantly, it's my birthday coming up. And my boyfriend just had a birthday and his brother had a birthday the day after that. And some people are gonna have some birthdays in between there. And Mike's birthday isn't in now until February. And But his mom's birthday is this month, I think. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you on a roller coaster is that part of what we're designing <laughs> oh shit what i was pretending to be superman just flying through the air <laughs> superman flies like this everybody knows doesn't didn't he fly no, he like doesn't. this it's two arms, it's straight two arms out. Right? i don't know why i thought superman flew like this in the old tv show maybe he does in like some comics or something like that but that's For those why, not like, watching, the... that's two arms way out or one arm pulled back. <laughs> yep. That's why in uh, like uh, like a good core warm-up, you do the banana and the Superman, where you lay on your tummy, and you put both arms forward, and you come up like this, and then you relax. And you come up, and then you go on your back, and you mm. lay on your back, and then you go, banana. Date nut. Nut. Banana. <laughs> nut. Date nut. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I was doing Superman, hot. but it could, we'll make it a thrill ride instead. Thrill <laughs> ride. Welcome thrill. to AAWI, the And Also With You podcast from Affable Idiots. That's two of us right here. We have a third. He's just not here. Anyways, what I was going to say after that is every week, join us <laughs> and all your other lifelong friends as we laugh together. <laughs> Share secrets. <laughs> I have period acne and strengthen our friendships <laughs> on this off-color Mr. Rogers-esque show. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Rafakane Neal. I forget. Was it you who Ruff said that? Day. I forgot about Rafakane. Was Ruff that you? <laughs> I don't think that was me. I can't take credit for that. Might have been good, uh, whoever it was. It might have been Nicole. Who was it? Maybe Jessica Rafakane Rafakane Neal. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's myself. And I'm here with my really good, wonderful, one of my best friends. Though he would say that Kanan is a better friend than me to him. And that hurts my heart. Heart. <laughs> uh, anyways, the person here with me. You know him. You love him. You think he's stupid. But like in a good way. Chad Michael Ennis. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I'm stupid in a good way, Chad Michael Ennis. Stupid in a good way, meaning funny. Mm -hmm. Not terrible. Refucking. I tell people all the time, if you are if you are giving a presentation, you are teaching a class, you are doing a kids camp, if you feel like you're re being really stupid, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. No, you can't do that anymore. I did the I did the AOK -okay and that <laughs> You did the white power. Sorry, okay I did the AOK -okay and then that's white power now and I can't do that anymore. I'm still getting used to that. Rough Sorry guys. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Anyways, I'll just do jazz hands instead. Chad Michael in his quiz. What was the name of the lunch lady in my elementary school whose face looked like this? Um, Bertha. Bertha <laughs> Kent. No, it was Miss Sexton. Sexton. I went to high school with a kid whose like last that. name was Sexton. Tons of sex. <laughs> Anywho's You gotta it. make them really pursed and also really thin at the same time. It's like, <laughs> like a really thin duck face. You remember when Duckface was pancakes? When Duckface was all the rage. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that's over. Although some people still do it, but you know what? More power to you. Do what you want. To each their own. Sorority squat, hand on the hip. <laughs> Sorority pose. 
<laughs> you gotta make a face. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we've determined that it's myself and it's this, this gentleman with me. But who else is with us? It's you guys, our lifelong friends All the across other the lifelong globe. Lifelong friends <laughs> across the globe. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And also with you. <laughs> <laughs> he took I a tried sip. to swallow the water really quickly so I could say it. It didn't work. You should have unhinged your jaw. So it would just go down the gullet. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike. I don't think I don't think that works. It, Can you swallow with your mouth open? Hold on. I guess I just did. <laughs> I want everyone at home yeah. to record a short four-second video of you trying to swallow with your mouth open. You have to tilt your head back. Because you need gravity to help you. I don't think you do. I do. You know what I think it is? You just have to you have to create a vacuum somehow to open the epiglottis. Oh yeah. And as long as you just use your tongue to seal around your top teeth, your hard palate, then you should be able to swallow. Let me try that again. It's easier. Oh. It's definitely easier if your head is tilted back. Well, let's try this. This, this way is out. great content. If you're not watching the live video of this or the YouTube video of this, you are doing it wrong. Oh my gosh! Yeah, if you just use your tongue to close everything up. <laughs> but again, when you use your tongue and you close off the the hard palate, your tongue then becomes slanted and sort of pushes everything to the back. It does. It does. So definitely, uh, some sort of a mechanism to push everything <laughs> to the back. Is, is helpful to swallow with your I mouth open. if you could use your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course you can't. Your fingers just go through the water. It's not working. It's so, I, my fingers, they keep going through the water. I don't understand <laughs> it. You don't get uh, it. No, can confirm, does not work. <laughs> stupid, stupid, <laughs> forgetful Michael. <laughs> oh, Mike, I'm going to start today. By burping, excuse me. Be good. <laughs> and also asking you a question. Ooh, I was and not preparation aged. Oh, all, feels good on the whole. That's what they say <laughs> in that Austin Powers movie. What is the last movie you watched? Jessica Renee Neal. It is like you knew what was coming. You didn't kind of Sexually. really, but it's perfect because the last movie I watched was the first 75 minutes of the 90 minute documentary class action park. Is it good? Um, is that the one about uh, the guys in uh, central park? Nope. Nope. This is the one about the amusement park in New Jersey from 1978 to 1995. I believe it was. Mm. Um, and it is a, an amusement park where there were no rules, it was uninsured, and all of the rides were designed to hurt you and kill you, and uh, there were, so it was class action, like, lawsuit. Yes. Park is the name of the, the documentary, but it was called Action Park. We'll talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. Not just a moment, in just a little bit. Ew, I just realized there's water all over my computer. It's because you uh, tried, to, when I tried swallow to swallow, swallow with your fingers. With my fingers. <laughs> Stupid um, idiot. <laughs> Yeah, so I just watched that. It's very fascinating. The only reason I haven't finished it is because we're recording this podcast right now. How and, dare this um, podcast get in the way? It inspired... There's water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it inspired today's conversation topic. Well, once you told me what it was about, I was like, oh, I bet. I bet I know how I hit the nail on the head. 
because yep. of where the discussion yep. topic came from. So it's very good. It's very good. Good. Um, you know what? I'll include just a little bit about the movie here, and then we'll save the amusement park talk for later. But the movie is about the, that New Jersey theme park, and the guy used to be on Wall Street, and he was ousted from Wall Street from really shady practices, made a lot of money, and he wanted to open – he had a ski resort in New Jersey. that He had two of them that he bought. But he wanted to make money in the summer when you weren't skiing, so he opened up an amusement park. Uh, he hired a bunch of teenagers starting at age 14 to work the amusement park. I think you have to be there 15 in most states, don't you? At 14, I think you were allowed to start getting work papers, but you have mm. to be 16 to operate the rides. But, of course, there are no rules there. He didn't believe in rules. He created a fake insurance company. I bet this was uh, a white man. A shitty old yep. white man from Wall Street. Yep. Yep. Back Ugh. in the 70s. Um, and so there, there was alcohol. Being sold there, of course, underage drinking, of course. Naturally. But then there were all of these rides that he, as just like a guy who had previously been on Wall Street with no engineering experience, had been like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a water slide that you went down really, really steep and fast, and then there was a loop-de-loop at the end of it? And there were things like people were getting stuck in the loop-de-loop. People, you would, uh, more often than not, you would go around the loop-de-loop, you would lose momentum, and you would fall on your face at the top. People were coming out <laughs> unconscious. It's they not were coming funny. Out. It's not funny. <laughs> no. People were coming out unconscious. People were coming out bruised up. And then people started coming up with, like, coming out with cuts and lacerations on them. And they're like, what the fuck? How are they getting lacerations? And they open up the hatch at the top of it and realize there are people's teeth at the top of it that people are getting cut on. Because <laughs> people oh got their face gosh. smashing and their teeth are at the top. Uh, so all, it's every single ride is that story. There's this the the most famous one that most people got hurt on is like basically it's an it's a cement half pipe that's maybe a couple feet wide and you ride down it on basically a plastic oversized skateboard and there's a brake handle but more often than not the brake handles were broken on them obviously and so oh you're going around gosh. turns and shit like that if you hit a bump or a rock or something like that it's very easy to just go flying off of it. This kid there are people who literally died on it. There are there are like Tarzan swings where you're swinging from a, a thing and you're landing in freezing cold water. There are, and people are going into shock. So they would hit the really cold water and then they would like forget how to swim and people having to be fished out of the bottom of it. There's, it, it's fascinating. Oh my fascinating. gosh. People figured out how to take the governors off the, the go karts to make them not have like a speed limit. And then they would like jump off the course and go drive on the highway because there's a highway splitting the park in half. <sighs> Jeez. Um, so it is fascinating. And uh, there was even like part of this whole villa, like the theme park, the ski resort. And then like there was a, even a Playboy uh, thing. Like Hugh Hefner opened up a big Playboy area there with a casino and oh things like gosh. that. my so gosh. It was a big thing what around was the name for of this 20 park? years. Action Park. Oh, it was called Action Park. Oh, so Class yeah. Action Park is amazing. That's a, this is a great title yes. for it's like it, it serves two purposes. Yep. And then uh, two years ago, Johnny Knoxville on the Jackass Gang created a movie called Action Point that was based on this, where it's, again, it's just an amusement park where a bunch of people can just fucking bash their heads in. And, um, Jeez. It is fascinating to watch. I, I highly recommend it. It's 90 minutes on HBO Max. Man. Wild. Wild. Yep. We'll have to check it They had bumper boats. Out. It was it was basically bumper boats, but instead of bumper boats, they literally had speed boats. <laughs> oh my gosh! How did this guy get permits, or did he? He just didn't. Like, how did he have a he permit didn't. to have this fucking park? 
He didn't. It was uninsured. The whole the there were lawsuits after lawsuits. But he uh, his strategy was I'm not going to settle. We're just going to go to court every time. And people, all the lawyers eventually just got exhausted and stopped doing it because it was too expensive. He stopped paying rent to the state of New Jersey until they finally just gave up and, and sold him the land himself, so he didn't have to. Um, oh my god! Worry about being held accountable to New Jersey's uh, stuff. It was it's fascinating. You should definitely watch it. That's wild. It's called Class Action Park, the documentary. Yep. All right, I'll have to check it out. That's insanity. I'll definitely check that out. Yep. Blech. They had to paint. There's a wave pool. Uh, maybe it wasn't the wave pool. One of the water attractions. Oh, it was one where you where you shot out of a a water slide, and then there was like a ten foot drop at the end of it. You basically just shot out of the end of a mountain. And they had to paint the bottom of the pool that you land in at the end. They had to paint it white because they so it was easier to see the bodies at the bottom of the pool. Because <laughs> people kept dying? The dying or like forgetting how to swim and sinking down and lifeguards couldn't first if there was a lifeguard watching. Uh, it, it's, the, uh, my mind is it, blown. I've never heard of this. I have no idea how it stuck around for twenty years. But apparently it was like people went there because of all of this, people like are when you can't. Oh would, my gosh! In a bad way. When you would come back to school way. after, yes. When you would come back to school after the summer, and you would have like you, they would be badges of honor. And be like, oh yeah, look at this giant fucking gash on my arm. That was from like, oh, you went to class action park this summer, didn't you? Yep. Jeez. It's, it's insane. Stupid. Really dumb, but wonderful for a movie and a story. Oh my yeah. gosh. Blah. What did you say? What did you watch? What oh, movie yeah. did you watch last night? Casey and I watched a, a Blumhouse movie on Amazon Ooh. called Black Box. Have you seen it? Anything to do with Black Bird? Or no. Bird Box. That's what I'm Bird Box. Yeah. See, I thought the same. Black Bird? No, Bird Box. No. Nothing to do with it. Uh, spooky, just the same. Um, but yeah. so it's about this. Um, it's a good cast, honestly. Uh, it's a lot of people that I haven't seen and stuff before. And the woman who played the mom on The Cosby Family. Uh, the Cosby Show, and um, it's about this woman, or really, it's about the, the, this guy. He's the, okay. So this guy has lost his memories. He's had a, a car accident and had a tragic brain accident or <laughs> a tragic brain injury, and he can't remember things. But then he's like, so his daughter, so his wife died, and his daughter is trying to help him remember stuff. And she's like an eight year old kid. This. She was great. I loved her. Um, she's trying to help him remember things. And then he like joins this study at the hospital and he starts having memories that ultimately lead to him questioning his identity and who he is and like what's going on. And it's it's it was good. I really enjoyed it. Some of, I was really upset because hold on, I have to check this now because I didn't check this last night. Um, OK, yes. I knew I was right. Thank you, Internet. So there was um, in the movie, the doctor who was played by the mom from the Cosby show said that. So this guy wasn't seeing he, in whatever part of the study. He couldn't see their faces, like the faces of the people in whatever. And they were yeah. blurred. And she said, oh, that's uh, that's something called pro prognopagnosia. And it's not. It's called prosopagnosia, and nobody caught it, and nobody thought to say, hey, mm, that's not how you say this word. 
it was probably honestly spelled that way in the script. So she probably just read what was there. And like nobody yeah. knew that. Like get <clears throat> some people to at least like if your science is gonna be fucked, at least use the words, right? You know, but it was still interesting. Yep. It was still a really good movie, and I definitely recommend it if you want a movie that's not going to blow you away. But like, if you want a night where you're not going to be totally blown away, but you just kind of want to chill and have fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, I recommend it. I definitely recommend it. And um, this guy, the, the the guy who plays like the main guy, Nolan, he's been in a lot of stuff. I just haven't seen it, but um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I just kind of wish that she'd said prosopagnosia correctly. Yeah. I'm just like, idiot. of all the people on the set, <laughs> of all the script writers and all the people who edited it, and her and all the cast, like everybody, nobody thought to say or knew to say, that's not the word. It's not prognopagnosia. Progo, prognopagnosia. I don't even know how she said it. But it was still good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Casey and I were wanting something spooky. There is one really spooky aspect to it they have um i won't tell you what it is but there is a contortionist who is in this and he sexy i know he's a canadian but he was on australia's got talent he must have been living in australia at the time but like he can do some stuff that looks pretty demonic with his body because of the way he can contort it's insane like the fact that a human body can do this stuff and so they have that guy in this movie doing something but uh, it's great. It's great. Is he S-ing his own P? Uh, oh, my gosh. wonder if he can. No. Probably. We should, we should ask him. <clears throat> we should call him and ask him. Uh, no, I enjoyed it, though. It, I definitely think it was worth watching. It's of the Blumhouse movies that have just been put onto Amazon Prime. They, this one has gotten the higher rating. Gotcha. So it's definitely I, worth a watch. Remember when I told you... I think it was last week I told you we watched that really awful movie with Liam McPoyle in it. Yeah, he wasn't in that movie. You texted me it was Treehouse, and I looked, and he's not in that movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, oh, Maybe you liar. have prosopagnosia. Or Morgan. No, Maybe Morgan, Morgan does. Well, fuck. If you're thinking of the main guy, they look similar, but... um. No, this is 100%. It's 100% this. Yeah, that's him. Wait. Yeah. It's not a McPoyle brother. It 100% is a McPoyle the guy brother. The that plays Killian? Uh, hold on. I don't, know, I don't know his character name. Let's see. Morgan Kirby, I think is his name. Morgan Kirby. Treehouse, Into the Dark. No, that's American Horror Story. The Treehouse Wait. movie that came out in 2014? Oh. Treehouse movie that came out in 2019, March 1st, 2019 on Hulu. Good grief. Peter sorry. Rake, Jimmy Simpson, which is the McPoyle brother, See, is I a li- budding celebrity chef. Oh, it's Treehouse Into the Dark? Yes. Oh, that's a it's TV the show. Into the Dark series. Is it? No, 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 no. Into the Dark is an anthology series. So this is, a, this is its own standalone 90-minute thing. Okay, got you. See, I Googled Treehouse, and I got a movie from 2014. Ah, and I was like, he's gotcha. not in this movie. Okay, I see what you mean. Yes. And this movie yeah, was I had, not I had good. falsely labeled this movie as one of those Blumhouse ones, but it turns out it wasn't. It was an Into the Dark one on Hulu. Okay. Blumhouse on Amazon Prime. Stay away from it. Horrible. 
horrible. But, but it's got that guy in it who I'm, I really think is attractive in a weird way. Is he wearing ladies' clothing? Is picture? he the one that wears that uh, plays private dancer on Scrubs? I don't remember. He was in he he was in uh, Westworld. He played the young old guy. That's Jimmy Simpson. That's the McPoyle brother. Yeah, isn't that who we're talking about? Yeah. I said Morgan something. Morgan's your sister. <laughs> Morgan Kirby is the name of the the character. Is the character? Yeah, Jimmy Simpson is. I'm attracted to him. Because he looks weird. He's got he's got like a mouth thing. <laughs> he does got, have a mouth thing. He's got like some. Oh, I some like the weird mouth though. It's a floppy weird mouth. Looking, like lips that you look at his lips and you're like, I bet those lips are floppy. <laughs> he looks a little bit mousy, and I'm into it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm I think I'm fucked up. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think he's I think he's handsome. And in Westworld, I was like. Yes, Zaddy. Zaddy. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to call somebody D-A-D-D-Y. That's, no, no, no. Zendaya. Not. <laughs> All right, should we move on to this week's healthy Let's competition? Let's start our show. Last week, we played Best Best Picture Picture, where Mike and I, Ike is me, both chose <laughs> our top ten. We chose top eight. Top eight. Uh, Oscar-winning pictures, and then they went head-to-head. Mike, tell us about what happened. I'm going to walk you through some of the results. So we chose out of almost 100 movies over the past century of best pictures from the Oscar, we chose what we thought would maybe be the eight each that could qualify as the best best picture picture, or best best picture picture. (laughs) And so all week we've been running polls. We ran 15 total polls. All of you responded. We got some good votes. I saw. I was looking. I was like, we, we got some did. good votes. So Before thank you for I that. Before I let you know, yes, thank you everyone for participating. Before I let you know the final result, I want to walk you through some of the most surprising votes in my yeah. opinion. Uh, so it, so so everyone knows there are there's a winner and a loser. The uh, the votes were in such a way. That all eight of Jesse's came down to Jesse's best one. All eight of mine came down to mine best one, and then we put them head to head. So you couldn't the whole time just say, "Oh, I want to, I want to choose Chad's over Jesse's, or choose Jesse's over Chad's." Every single time, it would better have been Jesse's. Jesse's over Chad's. I will have you all fucking know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, we did it that way to keep it a little bit fair, but also also about Alto Age of Ultron Oliver Twist. Um, we. So we chose eight movies each that were representative of what we thought would be the best. Not necessarily the best in our opinions, but we thought that would be the best movie. So here's some that surprised me. Are you ready? Ready. Spaghetti. Right off the bat, I was super surprised to see that 75% of people voted for Forrest Gump instead of Rocky. Yeah. I Now, again, we talked about this earlier. I had never seen Rocky. Rocky's good. I know. But... People fucking love that movie. And maybe I've been poisoned because my, my freshman year roommate in college, Christopheles, um, he was really, like, butthurt about um, Schindler's, not Schindler's List, Shawshank Redemption losing out to Forrest Gump. So he was very against Forrest Gump. So I guess maybe in my mind, people don't like Forrest Gump Forrest Gump came out when we were in college? No, no, no. It was 1995. Oh, But his okay. favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption. So he was always like, ugh. Right. The Oscar in 1995 should have gone to Shawshank. Right, Forrest right. Gump's trash. In 1995, when we weren't even 10. Yep. <laughs> right. He, he was he was f- five, maybe six years old. 
Um, here's another one that really surprised me. Um, it was... Oh, shit. Where did it go? Oh. Parasite. I... Now, if you remember, when we started picking our movies, you picked Parasite off the bat, and I was like, oh, man, I, I considered taking Parasite out of the running because it was... I'm so fresh. That recency bias. Everyone it had just lost, seen it. It was so didn't fresh. it? It lost bad. Yeah. Well, it, it, it won its first round, but it lost uh, five to one uh, with Silence of the Lambs beat it. <sighs> so that was surprising to me. That's tough Again, for me because those Gump are two of my favorite out- movies. <laughs> yeah. Forrest Gump beating out Godfather by a more than two to one ratio oh, as well. Oh, wow. That's surprising. I saw somebody yeah, was really upset about Forrest it Gump. in the comments, I think, about the Godfather I think losing. Was, I think it was Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So all of that came down to basically the final two films, the final two best pictures that were going up for best picture picture, best, best picture picture. And it came down to Schindler's List, which was my pick, mm-hmm. and Silence of the Lambs, which was your <laughs> pick. That's tough. Now, Jesse, up until like the last hour of this vote, it was dead even. Oh, 50-50 <laughs> split right down the middle. They're both so good. And in the last hour, somebody voted, and the winner is The Silence of the Lambs from 1992. (laughs) Jesse, you officially win the Best Best Picture Picture competition. Yes! So Silence of the Lambs, it is definitive. It is is the best movie of the last century, Uh, as decided by the Academy and our fans. As as decided by the Academy of and also with you. Perfect. Okay. Can I pontificate on what I want to request as a drawing? Yes. So here's here's your reward. <laughs> your reward is you have to make me draw something, and Perfect. I will present that drawing next week on this episode. So what, what am I drawing, Jesse? Well, am I allowed? Uh, no, no. I have to tell you now. I have to tell you now so that everybody can hear it. I yep, would like I'm going you. To take notes as well. I would like you to draw a picture of. SpongeBob bent SpongeBob, over, okay. spreading his butt cheeks. Okay. With a sunflower growing tall out of his bottom hole. Also known okay. as the butthole. And I would also like, uh, if I may request, just off to either side, uh, the squirrel friend. Uh, Sandy. Sandy. I would like for her to be looking on. With like, like a weird. Uh, now this is this is gonna be tough for you because I I need to be uh-huh. able to see this, like a weird, okay, okay. surprised, disgusted, aroused face. I need you to, to find the complexity of that emotion, okay, and I need okay. that on Sandy's face. Okay. And maybe can we have Patrick crying? Patrick crying. Okay. Is that does that sound good? That sounds great. I, I just really, like, I, I want to, like, see the butthole. I want to see the butthole. Like, we need to see it. We need to know it's growing from the butthole and not from one of his sponge holes. Ah, good distinction. Yeah, yeah. From the butthole <laughs> and not one of his sponge holes. You want to know one of my new favorite words I learned? New favorite euphemisms for butthole? Ooh, what? Balloon knot. Balloon knot? 
I've never heard. But I mean, yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I love it. All right, so I need that picture. Great. We will have that picture presentable next week on AAWI episode 31. May I request also mm-hmm. just to throw a wrench into it that you do this by hand, not on an iPad? Drawn by hand. I literally had to go get a pen to fill out my ballot because I didn't have a pen anywhere. If it's too hard because you don't have pens, that's fine. Because I know you're going to want to do color. I'll So, ah, fuck. Fine, you can do it on an iPad because I want color. I want it to be colored. Okay, okay. I'll allow the iPad. Must have color. iPad allowed. <laughs> Only because Done. I want color. <laughs> But if we still live together, I would let you use my coloring utensils. How sweet of you. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited that my my Silence of the Lambs. That movie is great. That's one of my favorite movies. It, and it's it beat, a wonderful movie and apparently the best movie of the last hundred years. And it beat your Schindler's List, mm-hmm. which is also a fantastic movie. It's yeah. where we learned that Liam Neeson can make lists. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> According to that funny sketch episode of things on the internet with him and Ricky Gervais. Just so you know, we're not all being insensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, now, moving on to this week's game, which has been prepared for both Mike and myself by my boyfriend, Casey Soska. Casey Kane, famous (laughs) NASCAR. (laughs) Casey um, Kane, famous NASCAR person. (laughs) This week's game is called I was this money. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) So what he has done is he has prepared nine, in quotation marks, questions for us. What it is, is he has given us an actor or actress, a person of acting career. (laughs) Okay. And a movie or television show. I think maybe there is like a famous director in here. But, like, a person who has done something in film or television. Okay. And we have to guess how old they were when it was made. Okay, okay. And I'm into this. he has gone so far as to create for us a document where I can put in what you guessed, what I guessed, and what the actual answer is. And then it will actually, for us, calculate how far off we were. So I don't have to do the math. <laughs> Because doing what math, a nerd. T- I know he loves Excel sheets and stuff. Though it's like his porn. It's weird, but <laughs> just for fun, because this is kind of like so. You, uh, ultimately, you want to have the lowest score possible uh, to win. That's how it works. To, got, so our score is however many years off of the correct answer we were. Exactly, and so we okay. want to have the lowest score. But since this is also how golf is scored. <laughs> We have our golf score. So he has listed for each round a par uh, between three and four. So if we are, you know, if let's say the par is three, if we are three over the actual answer, that's par. Mm -hmm. So it's it's okay if you get par. Uh, Birdie is if we are one over, whatever the actual age is. And eagle is if we're right on. So our aim is to get eagle. Of course, always. Oh, eagle, eagle! But um, we're gonna have to see because this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be tough. It is, 
But he said he's also made it funny because he's given me like little snippets here to read off. Mm -hmm. And then the way he's done it is he's typed up the answer in black, but he's also highlighted it in black. So I can't see the answer. And then once we both guess, I will highlight what he has here. And then I can see what it is. Does that sound okay? Are we allowed to both guess the same age? Yeah. Like if you guess nine, can I also guess nine? You can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. It's just whatever we think. So if we happen to think the same thing, that is A, O, And we are the same person. With, you just have fewer penises. Different numbers of dicks. Dicks. Yes. Exactly. I have. Dick. Seven? I have seven. Seven. You have one. Pathetic. (laughs) Pathetic. All right. Question number one on I was this money is, (laughs) because you know that's what a kid says. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Harrison Ford was this many in the first Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, 1981. A movie Casey's mom closed his eyes for when they opened up the Ark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's I'm going to go with a a healthy... And this is when it was being filmed, not necessarily when it was released. Exactly. But I'm trying to remember, did he do Star Wars first or did he do Indiana Jones first? I can't remember. he did Star Wars first. I'm going to go with the 24. I'm going to say he was 24. 24? Okay. I'm going to go with 32. Mm, No. old. I feel, I feel, yeah. Oh, shit. I want to say, now I'm thinking 28. I'm going to call it 29. Okay, okay. So I got 24, you got 29. Are you ready? Turn them into your magic spreadsheet. Yep. What? Harrison Ford was born in 1942, was 38 years during the production of Indiana Jones in summer and fall of 1980. What? <laughs> I should have stuck. With 32. Oh, my God. Holy he shit. was so old, but he was so hot in that movie. He was. And he was almost 40? Holy what? shit. That's bananas. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's see here. You put in, you said 24. I decided to go with 29. <laughs> the answer was Sam 38. Samite. So you are 14 years off. Wow. And I was nine years off. Par Jeez. on that what was, was three. What was par? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Woo. Okay. okay. All right. Question number two. Are you ready? Yep. Sir Patrick Stewart, who played Captain Picard, was this many when Star Trek The Next Generation started airing in October 1987. Stewart mm. famously reprised the role on a 2005 episode of Family Guy or something. I don't fucking care. Nineteen eighty seven. Okay, Patrick Stewart is old. He I think is old. Sir Patrick Stewart in eighty seven. He's older I'm than Harrison a, Ford, right? I'm. Yeah, I, that's what I'm assuming. I'm going with a forty three. See, I was gonna guess in the forties. So you go forty three. I'm gonna guess forty five. No. That seems too even. I mean, it's an odd number, but you know what I mean? I'm going to go 44. Does that sound good? So you said 43. Mm. Is yeah. that your final answer? No, maybe yeah. I want to go 40. It's probably wrong, but I'm but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go 
in 87. Hold on. I have to rethink this. No. Because Harrison, Bo- Harrison Ford was born older. in 42. Yeah. And this and that show aired in 87. I think he had to 51. have been. I'm going with 51. That's good. That's good. So I was born in 88. I am 30. I'll be 32 this year. So let's say had I been born in 87, that would make me 33 this year. I don't know if that's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> so you said what? 50 what? 51. 51. I'm going to guess. Eighty-two. That's forty-five. If you were Harrison Ford, so fifty-one. I'm gonna guess fifty-two. Okay. Yeah. Whole pack of cards. <sighs> All right. Let's see here. Are you ready? Ready. Spaghetti. Oh fuck. Patrick Stewart. Oh my gosh, she's two years older than Harrison Ford. Patrick Stewart was born in July, nineteen forty. And was 46 years old uh, during the first uh, season of Star Trek, The Next Generation. So, 46 is the answer. So, you were five off. I was yep. six. You were one away with your first guess. I was so... Oh, my gosh, because I was going to say... What was I going to say? 47? You were going to say 45. I should have... Oh, yeah. I should have fucking stayed... Fuck me in the butt. <laughs> All right. Par on that was three. That's two in a row that, like, your first guess was much closer than your second guess. I need to stick Maybe with... you should trust your gut. I should trust my gut. So now, uh, just, like, after two two rounds, you are 19 over. Oh, my I'm God. I'm 15 over. Par? Okay. So par is going to be 31. You're at 19. I'm at 15. We're not oh even close. God. We're going to really overshoot this. Okay. Are you ready for round three? Spaghetti. Maggie Smith was this many when she played the Reverend Mother in 1992's Sister Act. Maggie was born an old woman. She was. (laughs) (laughs) I think she was... Fuck. 63. I'm going to say 58. 58? You sure? Yeah, 58, yeah. 58, 63. She was, she, was, she was getting old by the time 2001's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out. I figured she was in her and 70s. And that was 20 then. years later. So if she was 63, then she would be 83 by the time that came out. And then now she would be 102. Is that if right? That were the case. Oh, shit. Can I amend my answer or should I not? <laughs> I don't think I should be able to amend. I shouldn't be able to amend because you no. just went through that. Also, trust your gut. She might be 102 today. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, but let's see. Are you ready? Yes. You are so close. Okay. Principal filming for Sister Act ended on December 20th, 1991, right before Maggie Smith's birthday, December 28th, 1934, making her 56 years old on screen. <gasps> yeah. You were very close. I was. V- did I birdie that round? You did two over. Birdie's one over. So uh, whatever two over okay. is in golf is what you did. You almost parted, though. That's good. Anything below, par or below, 
He pigeoned it. He's a trash birdie. <laughs> oh, man. So that now leaves you at 21, and I'm at 22. Oh, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Ah, we're so close. Okay. All right, are you ready? I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this first name right or not, but I'm going to Antonio. Try. <laughs> yes. Yeardley Smith was this many when she began voicing Lisa Simpson on The Simpsons during its debut as a series of shorts on The Tracy Allman Show in April 1987. This is perfect. Historians are still unsure how to pronounce her first name. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I'm going to guess, gosh, is Yardley still even alive? I don't know. I'm going to guess... I'm guessing 28. 28. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are guessing 28. No, nope, not 288, Jesse. Come on. There we go. All right, are you ready? Let's find out. Yep. Close. Close-ish, but we're off. Smith, who was, all, who was born in July 1964, auditioned and began voicing Lisa when she was only 22. Ah. Uh. So each of us, no, fuck, I keep editing the wrong, I keep putting this in, in the wrong screen. There we go, 22. So that put each of us, six over. Leaving you at 27, and my and myself, me, myself, and I, at 28. Mm, mm, that feels good. Question number, how have I gotten off? One, two, three, four. <laughs> Did I skip one? No, we had Harrison Ford, Sir Patrick Stewart, Maggie Smith. Oh, Casey listed both of these. My sweet, wonderful boyfriend listed one, two, three, three, four. I think we might have ten here. What an idiot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We do have ten. (laughs) (laughs) That explains my confusion. (laughs) I just see Casey has joined. I think he's fixing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, question number five, even though it says four. Whitney Houston was this many. Dead. She's dead now. Was this. <laughs> Whitney Houston was this many when she had her acting debut in The Bodyguard, 1992. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, in 1992. <laughs> um, let's I'm going to say 23. Mm. I'm going to say... Or was she in her 30s? I'm, go- I'm, going, I'm going with 29. 29? Okay, 29. 29. Yeah. I said 23. I want- I'm going to say 23. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Are you ready? 23 and me. Let's go. Fuck, Mike. What? Whitney Houston was born on August 9th, 1963, and would have been 28 years old while filming <gasps> for The Bodyguard. Oh, I was going to say 28, and then I didn't. And now I said 29. Birdie. You birdied. I did. I birdied. I, I did over I par. So that leaves you at 28 points. 
and it leaves me at 33. I'm already over par. Already. (laughs) So question six. Francis Ford Coppola was this many when he began directing Oscar-winning film The Godfather, 1972. His wine is perfectly fine. That must be something he said. (laughs) Must be something from The Godfather or from him that I'm not familiar with. That I'm not also familiar with. Um. So, 1973. Two. 1972 is when it was released. I don't even know. Is Francis Ford Coppola still alive? I don't know. I'm gonna say like 43. Francis Ford Coppola dead. Oh no, I cheated. I cheated. (laughs) Did he tell you when he was born? I wanted to know if he was dead, but she told me the birth date. Damn it, SIRI. It's okay. You know what? You know what? We were only planning on nine anyway, so this will be a. This will be a a fluke. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Okay. So then we just won't put answers in for that one. I was going to say 41. And I was. He was born in 39. So you were going to say 41. That's fine. We'll count it. If you were going to say 41. I was gonna say I don't even I didn't even really hear the name the number that you said I was gonna say like forty six. Okay. And you said it's way over, right? So we are both off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thirty two. You were. Pfft. Yeah. This is a tough game. That put you it nine is. over, and it put me. Oh, we reversed round one. That put me. Ooh. <laughs> Casey says there are nine. I am round nine. Um, that put you nine over and it put me 14 over, which is the exact reverse of what we did in round one. Reverse flash. Ooh, child. All right. Things are going to get easier. Round six, which is actually seven. Jackie Chan was this many during the principal filming of his Hollywood bluster, Rush Hour, 1998, co-starring Chris Tucker. Chan is famously known for using a stunt double for all of his scenes, including close-ups, action scenes, and wide-angle shots. Wide-angle shots? He wasn't in anything? He didn't act in anything? Wait a minute. I feel like I remember watching bloopers of him trying to do all of these stunts, and like he was hitting things, jumping through a window, and then he gets stuck in the window. He's like, ugh. I feel like I know that he, he did some shit in that movie, at least. Famously known for using a stunt double for all of his scenes. We're going to have to interview him about this one. Oh, he added it. Yeah, call up Jay Chan. That's bananas. Okay, how old was Jackie Chan during Rush Hour? My gosh, he was in... Wait, what year was Rush Hour again? (laughs) Casey just updated it. He said, that's a joke. That's the joke. Oh. (laughs) So he wasn't known for that. Okay. (laughs) I love that he can edit this thing as live and not even be in the room and tell me stuff. Okay, so, okay, in 1998, but I feel like he was in kung fu movies in black and white. 100%, 100%. So when would those have been, um, the 40s? Jackie Chan, 98, partner with Chris Tucker. He was 46 years old. You think 46? I think 46. Because I think it was, like, he was in this movie almost like, here's what the narrative I'm telling in my head. He was in this movie as a way to say, hey, guys, look, I'm still relevant. Yeah. I can still do stunts in this also in comic In this movie, movie. yeah. I'm going to guess. <sighs> okay. So 
So if he was 46 and the movie came out in 98, that would mean it was 52 when he was born. But he was in black and white kung fu films. When did things become colored? The 60s? Okay. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz was, what, the 38, I think, right? Technicolor? But when it first came out, it was in black and white, wasn't it? What year did The Wizard of Oz come out? And then they re-back. I, like the, I thought they went back and 1939 filmed. was Wizard of Oz. No, that was the whole thing, right? I mean, it was a yellow brick road and ruby red slippers. And like they, they made a whole, like the whole movie was about it being about in it color. About it being in color. Jeez. All right, so you guessed 46. I'm going to go 44. Emerald City. I feel like, I feel like he's day. in his 50s. I want to go 48. No, what I have I to say, trust 46? my gut. You said 46. I have to trust my gut. I'm going 44. Okay. You ready? Spaghetti. I'm so glad I trusted my gut. Okay. Did you eagle? Uh, I, I birdied. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jackie Chan, born in April of 1954, was 43 during the filming of Rush Hour. Which means I still I still parred, right? You parred. Okay, yeah, because par on that yeah. was three. Yeah, we've had a couple of four pars. I keep forgetting to tell, you, tell us what par is. Uh, yeah, that was a three par. So you parred. I birdied. That leaves you with 40 points total so far. I have 48. And now that Casey has added in round 10, Bur uh, the golf score for par is 34, not 31. So 34. So question number eight. Are you ready? I haven't even seen mm -hmm. this movie. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Clint Eastwood was this many when he got to pretend to still be a sex icon in 2018's <laughs> The Mule. Ew. <laughs> I remember, I remember viewing that trailer so many times in theaters. And every time he would open up the trunk of the car and you would see his arms. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, somebody draped Mike muslin I... over a skeleton. <laughs> Casey and I watched this with my parents. This is the movie we watched with my parents. I forgot about, he edited that. We watched oh, this with my parents. He looks so gross. Oh, he was like almost dead. Is he, he's in his 80s. He's at least 97,000. <laughs> I'm going to say 82. I'm, I'm going with 90. One. 91. 91? Okay. Are you ready? Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, you were closer. Clint <laughs> Eastwood, born Maya 31. I think <laughs> born May 31. <laughs> he was born in the Mayan calendar year 31. 1930. Directed a movie where a bunch of young women had to be all up on him when he was 88 <laughs> years old. 88. Woo. Par, baby. Ooh, no, oh, that's actually one under par, because par on that was hey. four. Yeah, and I so you got three over. I got six over. So you mm. have 43 points. I have 54. Mm, mm, All right, mm. we have two more. You ready? Spaghetti. All right, question number nine. Eddie Murphy was I've this. I've lost you. I cannot hear you anymore. You can't hear me? <gasps> My AirPods are on. I have hold, please. What did you do? 
let you down. <laughs> uh, I just got to pair my AirPods back. They became unpaired for some reason. Stupid hobbitses. It's okay. We've got your recording. We've got. Did you say stupid hobbitses? I did because you said stupid hobbits. You could hear me. I heard it out of my computer, not out of my AirPods. (laughs) Picking it up in the goddamn and the horse shit. I was like, "Oh my gosh, we really are the same person." (laughs) And can you can you talk? Hello, hello. Why? Why Bagheera? Stupid Bagheera. Stupid forgetful Bagheera. Stupid forgetful Bagheera. Bagheera. For those of you watching, you can't see her, but my dog is in here refusing to sleep. Refucking giving me some a. hand licks. Can you hear me? Refucking a. Refucking a. Can you hear me in your AirPods? Ra. Refucking a. Can you hear me in your AirPods? Oh my God! Oh our God! We're gonna go to a hold slide temporarily. Now Maybe I can't hear you on your microphone. One. I don't know what's happening, but my what doggy is in here. My doggy is in the room with me. She is refusing to sleep. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Whoa, whoa. Tell me when you can hear me. I'm just doing hold music. <laughs> I can I can hear you now. You can, okay. <laughs> yes. I was doing hold um, music. <laughs> speakers, microphone, everything's still good. Okay. Perfect. We're coming back. Perfecto. All right. Question number nine. We have two left. Okay. okay. Eddie Murphy was this many when he made his debut on Saturday Night Live. On November 22nd, 1980. 1980. Ooh. Ooh, 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 <laughs> I was like, he's he not did a, Flubber he's not when a, he was how old? <laughs> no, I was I was thinking of Sherman Clump as the professor in, or as the scientist in Flubber instead Which of Robin was, Williams. Right, yep. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, he was fat? Was that actually the same guy? But no, it wasn't. Um, so he did probably like Dr. Doolittle in the early 90s, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I assume he was 35 then, maybe? Maybe maybe forty. How old how old would that make him now? That would make him seventy now. He's that probably sense, in the seventies, yeah, at least. Um, so I'm gonna say in 1980. I'm gonna say twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. All right. Let's see what the answer is. Moment of truth. Moment. My moment of truth. I'm surprised. What? Eddie Murphy was born on April in April 1961 and was 
13 years old uh, when he debuted on SNL in a sketch called In Search of the Negro Republican. Jesse, did you read that out aloud? Did you get canceled? (laughs) Am I canceled now? (laughs) Very good, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I didn't even know that's 19. 19. You were closer. What you year were... did The Nutty Professor come out? Oh, no, wait. Dr. Doolittle is what I was using. What year did the Dr. Doolittle come out? 1998. That would have made him, if it was 60, that would have made him 38 years old. <gasps> See, there I guessed are, he yeah. was going to be 35 or 40. Yep. See? You get, you're better at it. I'm bad at guessing ages. But I didn't trust my gut, and I changed my mind, and I was like, oh, he was probably like 26 in 1980. Okay, okay. My, my dogs decided to go underneath the desk here and lay down. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> oh, no, nope, she's still standing and doing whatever. Okay, last question, round 10. You're very good at this. Um, oh, for p- point scores. You are at 50. I am at 63. Par was mm. 34. So we've overshot, right. but let, yeah, one of us is going to win, and it's probably going to be you. <laughs> All right. Morgan Freeman was this many when the filming so of Seven, 1995. Uh-huh. What's in, in the, the box? box? It's the soothing voice of Morgan Freeman reading this sentence. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in 1995, Morgan Freeman was. So Morgan Freeman today is probably like 83. Oh, no. His eyes are drooping off his face. He's got to be 90-something. I don't know. Let's call him 84 or 5. When he did did for that children's show, I'm taking a bath in a casket. (laughs) Back before he got famous. He was He's also old been old forever. <laughs> he has been old forever. Oh, man. So forever. 95. 95, 05, 15. He's definitely 25. older than my parents, who were born in, in 58 and 59. Oh, 95, 05, 15. So what, that's so 25 years ago. Right? Ish. I'm going to say he's probably like 15 years older than my parents. Which puts him born in like 45, maybe ish? 44, 45, which would make him 50. I'm gonna say he was, he was 50 years old when he did whatever 50? movie. We're, oh, seven. Yeah. 50? Okay. And if I think he's currently, let's just call it 84, that was 26 years ago, right? 95, 05, 15. 25. That was 25 years ago. Okay. So if I think he was 54, sorry, 84 now, 25 years ago, he would have been... 59. 59. So I'm going to guess... Oh, shit. Yeah, you're probably way closer than I was. Are you ready? Yeah. Birdie it, baby! <laughs> Morgan Freeman was born on June 31st, 1937, and was 58 years old in seven. Damn. So Daniel. I was one over, you were eight over. 
You still came out on top. But this was close. You, oh, 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 oh. Oh, I've accidentally edited some stuff. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Can I undo? Hold on. Let me just undo all of this. What did I do? No. Okay. Can I just like exit? Okay, perfect. So that left you at 58 points, and it left me at 64 points. I was a cool 30 over golf over par <laughs> <laughs> that last one was a four pointer a four parer i forgot about par-er. getting bar- birdie on that shit that was fun that was tough that was fun you're that really good at guessing eye opening you uh let's see you did six points better than me i don't feel Pearson so bad Ford about still that. blows my mind if you watch if you watch that movie revenge uh, revenge raiders of the lost lost ark lost ark that dude is a hunk and he's 38 years old? My boyfriend's 38 and he's a hunk. He just turned 38. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Yes. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Sorry, I was just drinking a beverage. (laughs) That's so gross. That's so gross. There was nothing even in there except for the orange bit. Oh, what a fun, fun bit that Casey put together. Thank you, Casey Soska. Find him on Instagram. You can look at all the food Kill he him. makes us for dinner. Get <laughs> Casey with a K. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Okay. Shall we move on to this Let's week's do. honest discussion? Last discussion. week. Last week we discussed what country will you move to if Trump gets reelected? And you and I discovered, yet again, we're the same person. First choice, person. New Zealand. Second choice, Germany. Where else is there? You know? Where else can you go? Everywhere else is trash. I'm colorblind. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Forgetful Michael. This week, we're going to discuss how we would talk about (laughs) building our own dream amusement park. Michael, take it away. Yes, we are, Obama. We are going to build our own dream amusement park. Similar to how we, we created our own dream house a few weeks, uh, months ago. Yes. Where we collaboratively made one house that we copy and pissed, copy and pissed onto a lot next door, and we just live in the same house. Yes. Um, so we're going to do the same with an amusement park, but there are going to be a few rules. Again, this was inspired by me watching Class Action Park uh, right up until we started recording this. And uh, I decided if there were no rules, no regulations, you could make things whatever you wanted, how would this work? Are you okay? I'm just looking at how long we've been recording. Oh, my god! I know, I know. That's why I'm putting, I'm putting a couple of restrictions on this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just so, looked at it. I just noticed. <laughs> so we have, we have three restrictions. And by three restrictions, I mean <laughs> – that's not what I mean. We <laughs> we. If you think about the best theme parks, they're usually themed around properties that we already know, whether it's Marvel or Disney, which is, again, still Disney. Marvel is Disney. Um, Harry Potter, all of these. Like, it is themed around these things. E.T. Which is also Disney. (laughs) Harry Potter, (laughs) Disney. Coca-Cola, Disney. E.T. is is Disney, yeah. Yep. Actually, (laughs) because Disney owns Amblin, who made E.T. So, anyway, anyway, theme park. We're making our own amusement park. Um, and we are going to have it themed. And to keep it short enough for this episode, we're going to have three areas. Okay, perfect. So three 
areas. You can, we can make them whatever theme we want in each of those areas. And I want us to come up with one thrill ride per area and one other type of attraction. Whether that is, you can think about, like in Harry Potter world, they have the three broomsticks that you can go and eat food at and get butterbeer, that kind of thing. Um, so what might be the other attraction? So when you say thrill ride, do you mean like a roller coaster that's thrilling or like something spooky, scary? It could be a roller coaster. It could be a 4D experience. Some kind of ride. Cool. Versus just a, a, a submersion into that, an, an immersive experience. Experience. Got it. All yeah. right. Hot, hot. Now, do we have to come up with the So theme? those are the rules. Uh, so we have to come up with not necessarily a theme, but we have to come up with three themes that are in our park. Okay. So three different properties that we want to build our park off of. And spoilers, just like our just like our dream house. I don't know what you just did. <laughs> I had an idea. <laughs> you stub your toe? Oh, okay. Just oh, like my our dream house. Hit the thing, but I had an idea. Oh. <laughs> just like our dream house, we're going to be drawing this theme park as well. So there's going to be two drawings for me next week. One from me losing yes. the competition, one from this. Because you suck. So we're going to draw our theme park. Just okay. Kidding. You don't suck. So, Jesse. Can we have. You had an idea. An what is aliens, your idea? Like alien series <gasps> theme park? Aliens theme park. Okay. Not just like okay. any alien, but like aliens. Alien, right. aliens, alien. Like xenomorph. Three aliens. or whatever. Yeah, xenomorphs. Right, yeah, right, right. That'd be right, fun. Right. Hell okay, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. That would be fun. I would totally get all um, up in that. Obviously, I want to do a Harry Potter, but Harry Potter's already done. We already know what that looks like. I do a Pokemon. Do Marvel, I know like you love your Pokemans. <gasps> oh, shit on my dick or die. Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, we'll put that down as an option. Pokemon theme park. I oh, can, I God. Can be into that. You could have Pokemon out running around. You could catch them. So here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You could catch be grounded. the Pokemon. <laughs> Just people <laughs> running around in suits. Like, you gotta like lasso them. What a Little people job. on skateboards <laughs> with costumes on. Um, so DJ Pokemon Roomba. theme park. And, and our ideas have to be grounded. They have yeah. to be things that we could do in real life with money. Yep. But they don't necessarily have to be, like, they cannot be magical. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. that can be done with current technology. IRL. Okay, so Pokemon. If this dog doesn't we, go the fuck to sleep, I just want the world to know. Oh <laughs> my god, it's almost three p.m. She should have gone to bed two hours ago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, our third. Um, our third could be. Here's a here's an idea. Uh, I'm gonna put it down just as an option. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids World. If everything is giant. Yeah, that could be really good. There's a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, pop-up bar just up the road here. Oh. It's interesting that they chose to pop up a bar in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, it is. It really is. They've got some outdoor seating, though, but that really diminishes the experience because it's all like an mm -hmm. inside type of experience. But they let a few <laughs> people in there now, but our numbers are really going up. So, yeah. uh, hmm. um, I know, though, right? Um, get your head out of there. Sorry, she's sniffing our coin bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a euphemism. Delilah, get out of there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're being a pest. Um, yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. That could be really good, where, like, you, you feel like the small kid. Um, yep. We could do, what other things could we do? Uh, cars. <laughs> There's already a Cars World. Is there? Radiator Springs. It is in uh, California and Japan. I, I, I'm going to... Scotch I don't know tape? if this is something we want to run with yet. 
I'm going to throw out a Stranger Things world. That could be really good. maybe we create a horror theme park with aliens and Stranger Things and something else. I think that's that's perfect because Stranger Things like you got to like for theme park creators you need to jump on this shit, right? To make all the money. Yeah. And Stranger Things is all the rage right now. So, absolutely. And and if you think about this, like that's that's a dream crossover. Yeah. Seeing a xenomorph and a demigorgon in the same area, like what if they like, cross paths? It's like an alien versus predator, but alien versus demigorgon. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh fuck. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's it. Scratch Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Scratch Pokemon. What's our third horror property? All right. Third horror property. All right. What's our and really you can have little good... kids walking around with with Ghostbusters outfits on. Ugh. Yes. It's perfect. It's perfect. And eleven. Yes. You could buy little pan collar dresses. And <laughs> oh, I would love it. Oh my god! And just and just like Harry Potter World, how you can like go around and you can like do the little magic wand tricks in Harry Potter World and things happen. You could just like. Go around and stand in certain spots and just like contort your face and go mm, and think really hard and shit moves <laughs> and, and blows really up. Hard. Yes, I love that. That's okay, perfect. Okay, okay, okay. That's perfect. We need another property. We need another property. Um, okay. I'm thinking of really good like horror or scary series or trilogies. Insidious is good. I don't think you can make a good horror like a thing park out of Insidious. Yeah, and there's Silence of the Lambs, the Han- like a Hannibal. Oh my god, if we had a cannibal theme park. <laughs> a Hannibal theme park? That would be so fucked up. Oh my god. That would be so fucked up. I'll put it on the list. Oh, what else is there? What else is there? Hmm. I'm trying to think I, of. Is there like. What about like Amityville Horror? That could be really good. I'm not terribly familiar with it, which isn't a reason not to do it. I just am not yeah. terribly familiar with it so far as uh, like creating the rides and stuff, but that's fine. If you are, we can just go off of that. Absolutely. I mean, we could. We could I mean, there's. We could have Ryan Reynolds walking around in costume trying to kill you. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. Have... Uh, um, what's her name? Paris, or was she? No, she Hilton? was in Wax. Of, she was House of Wax. House of Wax. She was in a different one. Okay, let's see. What else do we have? What do we have? Oh, the walk. I just looked up horror series. Serieses, serieses. That's fun to say. Teresa Franklin. The Purge. <laughs> the Purge. Oh God. Yep. Just walk into the park and then you can kill anyone you want. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Let's see. These are the classic like paranormal activities, Saw, Final Destination. Mm. What, mm. Sorry, that was fun. That was a good time. Jaws. <laughs> Final Destination. Final Destination could be really good. We could have experiences like set up where you narrowly escape death. Yeah. Ooh, the Blair Witch Project when the theme park is just the woods. <laughs> and that would be the cheapest theme park ever. And if you see a witch, you Don't just disappear into a it. hole in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I think it cut you off. What were you saying? The uh, Just Final Destination. You, you could have a, a couple of different areas 
where you narrowly escape death, like a plane falling, and we could have it, and we're, like there are designated safe areas, obviously that we're like funneling people through. It's almost like the, like the uh, like the Jaws ride. Yeah. At Universal Studios, where you're you're on the pontoon or on the boat, and Jaws comes in, and that oh so we that have could some, be like, good. Yeah. Or we could just do like a generic, oversized animal horror theme park because you've got Lake Placid, you've got Jaws, you've got like shark versus Megalodon, Megalodon versus Godzilla, Sharknado, <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what else is there? Ugh, hereditary. Ugh, scary. Oh, movie was freaking great. You do an us <laughs> midsummer theme park. <laughs> Did you ever see an us? us theme park? Oh, <laughs> every to every person who comes into the park, Gets we have coffee. just like a, a sea of actors. We're like, all right, which one looks most like that person? Okay, and what are you wearing? Okay, great. Now you're gonna walk around the park, and your person's gonna stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get stalked? You got it. <laughs> Terrifying. We're gonna do exactly what you do. Could do just like a generic Stephen King. No, that's too generic. That's way too generic. Um, the Conjuring. What are other really good like horror series? The Babadook, The Bride of Frankenstein. I'm just looking at really good horror. Horrors. Get Out. Or white people suck all the time. <laughs> they do, though. That's just what we live in now. Um, yep. Let's see here. Silence of the Lambs. That's just more Hannibal. <laughs> Is that scary? Be scared. Be scared. Hitchcock? We do a Hitchcock thing? We just have birds everywhere. Birds and tall buildings. Birds and tall buildings. <laughs> For vertigo. Birds in your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Evil Dead, you know, that's a thing that people love. Ooh, is anything like zombies? Could do it walking. I don't want to do like The Walking Dead. That's do been walking done dead, to no. death. I'm so tired of Walking Dead. Yeah, right? Um, <clears throat> zombie Light. We could just do a generic like zombie theme park. Zombie theme park. Uh, let's put let's put that in there. Or like, you no, know, Zombie Land could be. Yeah. Because Zombie Land just had a sequel, and I know that's not like a horror movie, but. But th you could make a you can make a gallery shooting, attraction. Okay, okay. Let's do Zombie Land. Let's do Aliens, that's great. Stranger Things, Zombie Land. That's perfect. Okay. Zombies okay. are great. They else. literally never die unless you get them in the brains and. It's perfect. Brains. Okay, so we have to again. We have to come up with one kind of thrill ride or or attraction, and then we have to come up with one other type of experience. Okay. Some immersive experience for each of these. Perfect. I I think I'm gonna write down for Zombieland. I'm gonna write down gallery shooting. Yeah. Or shooting gallery. That's what it's called. Shooting gallery. Um. For Alien. So for the shooting gallery, I want to make it, I want to make it like you're exposed. Like like you are riding in like, like a trolley maybe with a bunch of people. Kind of like in that um, 
that VR game that we te- like did the test sample-y thing on where you're like you're in it and you're going through and they're coming at you and you shoot at them. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. talking so you're about? in like an open cart and yeah. people are coming. So yeah, you're talking about Rush of Blood. You're in an open cart. If they get to you, like if they get close enough to you, it's, they could conceivably touch you. Obviously, they never will. But maybe we could utilize some kind of like laser tag type thing where we have a gun and we shoot at them and they feel some kind of haptic. So if they get shot, oh, they're dead. Yeah. Then we're not actually shooting them with real guns they're because they're Yeah, and because guns. <laughs> okay, shooting gallery, open cart, laser tag. Laser tag. <laughs> Perfect. All right, that's our that's our thrill ride attraction for zombs for zombie land yeah for i feel like for stranger things we should do some sort of a ride into the upside down oh shit right and then if we yeah. wanted to do like another attraction it could just be like a mall food court <laughs> like a 1980s okay. mall food yes. court. Yes, <laughs> yes, the mall food court, and there's there's just Stranger Things stuff happening all over the place. So we could, we could mm-hmm. have they eat Eggo waffles. We just serve Eggo waffles. Eggo waffles. Oh, that's perfect. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so mall food court. We serve and was it ice cream or frozen yogurt? It doesn't matter. We serve ice cream. Yeah. Mall food court. Eggos. Ice cream. Iced cream. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's some, there's some kind of, it's a roller coaster. Definitely. And I'm thinking something like Space Mountain where it's in the dark enough so that we can maybe do some loop-de-loops or some twists and turns so that we don't actually end up upside down for an extended period of time. But you are upside down some. I've done enough of this that I feel like the world could have conceivably flipped. Yes. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Upside down. And I like the idea that you, like, you start... Oh, you start up high, maybe. You know, they go, er, 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 scary, oh uh-huh, no, and uh-huh. then you come up, and then you you shoot down into, like, this opening in a in the base of a tree. Because isn't that how it was in season one where they crawled in through so. the tree? So you yep. shoot in through the base of a tree, and then once, like, you never really come out of the tree, you know? Um, you're just, like, in the tree, in quotes, but, like, obviously <laughs> not. Um, but that's like how you, you start outside of the upside down and it shoots you in mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm, when it gets mm-hmm. real scary with demigorgons yes. and all sorts of shit. And yeah. there could be, have you ever ridden the Jurassic Park ride at, uh, Islands of Adventure? I think so. Or at Universal Studios. It there, well, they've changed it now, but it still kind of has the same feel. There's a spot where there's a T-Rex and you're like, there's a jungle crew, there's a T-Rex in here, and you're coming at it, and it's like, and it and goes down the bike, come and, and you get drop you? down underneath its legs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we could have something like that. It wasn't. The, it was a season two promo, or maybe a season three promo, where there was like the giant spider thing from the upside down. Yeah, like in the sky thing. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. You have something like that, where you go under its legs, and it almost gets you. Yes. Ooh, yeah. That could be really good. And That's then what good. was the thing in the season three that was getting everybody and like getting into their brain and sort of taking over them and it was like living in this basement? Oh, that's right. And knock off Zach Efron. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who was also in uh, Power Rangers and was that's still right. knock off Zach Efron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was that thing? Okay. So Stranger Things, we got that it. somehow. 
Yes. Yep. So Stranger Things is good. We got the mall food court. We got the upside down roller coaster. Perfect. So we still need two things for Alien, and we need some kind of like immersive experience for Zombieland. For Alien, there's so many good options. There could be some sort of a ride incorporating the thing coming out of the chest or the face. Oh, yes. The face huggers? Well, how are we doing the face so, huggers? So, okay. So, on the ride, now, of course, this is going to have to be something that's going to have to be cleaned after every person rides it for sanitary purposes. Of course. But it's, maybe it's a thing because, like, you're in the roller coaster, you know, and you have the thing that comes over. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it comes over and you don't know yet because it just starts with the regular it comes over and then the ride starts and you're like going through the with the xenomorphs and like you know they're trying to get you or whatever and then hidden like somewhere in the in the 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 car that you're in like maybe there's a thing that opens behind you and it comes out it's attached somehow and it just comes down over your face and it's the (gasps) face hugger Oh my god. <laughs> that would scare the shit out of me. Right? I'd be terrified. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's just a face hugger and it just holds you there. Like obviously it's not going to go down your throat like the face huggers do, but yeah. Yes. Yep. I think that could be what so good. What if it is a I'm trying to think. You know, we've had we have a roller coaster, we have a shooting gallery. Yeah, yeah. So maybe something different. What makes this one? Is it? What is? It, is this like a? Is this a 4D experience? Is this a? Like maybe you know, you're, you're moving chairs and, yeah. and you're doing something on screen, or is it a VR thing? Because you could still, even if you have headset? the 4D experience, you can still have like from whatever seat you're sitting in. If you wanted to do the face hugger, you could still theoretically like have a chair that opens just like a top, the top bit, and like it goes. Yeah. Beep, and then the thing comes out and comes over you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That could be good. And then, like, like you're watching a video of something, like at uh, I think Sp- there was a Spider-Man one or something at one point. Yeah, and you're kind of you're in a car and you're going, yeah, and fire coming at you and all. Yeah. So, so they could do that, and then maybe, maybe because their spit, their blood is acid. Maybe you're like going through yep. and you're slicing at them. Uh, it, maybe it's like it's a VR. How could we do that and make it like a VR thing? And have maybe we don't have the face huggers if we do it VR because you could be in the VR and you're like slicing at them and fighting them, and then you mm-hmm. cut one of them, and their blood gets on you, and so they shoot something at you. So just water or something like that. that yeah. Makes you be like ah. Yeah. Or pop rocks in water. <laughs> so it's oh, like, even better, like something like, ah! that pops, like not painful, but like something that like it's not just water, but it does something. Yeah. And like maybe it is pop rocks in water or something else that like when combined with the pH of skin or something, it does this like sound or something. What if we do, have you ever done, what if we do like a, a it's a VR, so it's a VR experience. You're in there and it's shooting. You're in the movie Aliens and there's swarms of aliens coming at you. And there's a point at which we have to shoot something above us. Like you can feel Ooh. it above us. And they might have like steam coming down from the top to make it feel like they're breathing yes. on us. Shoot upwards. So then whenever you shoot it upwards, acid rain comes it down. It falls on you. on you. Yes. That's so it's like the mom, like the the one not the mom, because the queen can't really do that because she's so huge. But like, yeah, they're like crawling. Cause in the movie they do crawl on like the ceiling above you. And like uh-huh. maybe you're going uh-huh. maybe the ride is like going through, I think it's in is it the second one 
where they go through the the area that they have just built nests. It's just a nest that they end up going mm. in and burning. And so you're mm-hmm. going through like that. And then if we want the thing coming out of somebody's chest, you just have a fake per- dead person in there, like in the yep. nest. And then that comes out. Like, Because of course we can't make it come out of the people going. How you gonna put an alien inside of a person? Yep. IRL. Yep. Gross. That's good. Yucky. Yeah. Blech. I like okay, it. Okay, so now we just need we need immersive experiences for zombies and alien. Yep. Hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sunny day. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see. Okay, so an immersive experience for. What are other examples of immersive experiences? Uh, other than like so, a place you eat. So there's the place you eat, like the Harry Potter wand tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the um, like waiting in line for a lot of things at Disney World. There's like there could be so stuff. in the zombie world. So like at Harry Potter World, you've got the wand that you whatever. Not everybody? Yeah. Uh, at the zombie world, everybody has to have some sort of a weapon, be it a bat, a bat with right. nails, an axe, something. And of course, these aren't going to be real weapons, obviously. But like, maybe you have your chosen weapon against zombies, and you have to like swing them at something, L- much like at Harry Potter world, to get it to interact with you swing them at something but then what interacts with you maybe maybe like a like a holographic zombie comes out and you have to bash its brains in or something gross and gory because <laughs> holograms are a thing that you can do now right yep yep so maybe you like <gasps> strike maybe you have like some sort of a power pose that makes them come out i don't know what if what if we kind of go with that idea and do it is it's a zombie land is like a, a, a circus affair a not a circus it's like a fair kind of thing yeah. there's some rides and what if we do like themed games like whack-a-mole but zombies pop up out of holes and you have to beat them with a yeah, nail covered bat yeah but they're holograms obviously but the bat might be real and you're hitting a machine yeah like yeah that's um, cool I that like it. Fun. That could be fun. Okay, okay. So it's like like arcade, little arcade games, like the Whack a Mole and things fair like that. Games, Whack, uh, Zombie, etc. Okay, okay, okay. I like now that. Now we just need an immersive experience for aliens. For aliens. Okay. So let me think of another. Oh, there's a car going down the road backwards. Okay. So you can also think like there are like this like the Indiana Jones show at Universal Studios like where you're watching actors on a stage do things or at oh yeah um, there's the the backlot tour as well in Universal Studios in California like the, those are some types of immersive experiences immersive too, experience all right well we just, okay what can we do for aliens 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just thinking of like all the specific alien things. Like there's Alien um, Covenant, where, and in Prometheus, where they're like specifically in Prometheus when they're in the tunnels, you know, that are underground, where they're mm-hmm. where the ship is, 
and there are these holograms of these giant, of the giant, like, humanoid alien things. I don't know what, they were like, what we were descended from, I guess, is the way they set that up. Um, running around, and then they go into the ship, and there's, like, the big chairs. And wasn't there one, like, still in its weird, like, coffin, cocoony thing? I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. And then and then in Alien Covenant, they're on that planet now. And you see all their dead, like, all their skeletons and stuff. Where what's his name made out with himself? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> what if we what if we just do it like we have those different areas you can explore? Like like in Jurassic Park World in Universal Studios. Yeah. You could just like walk through and you could see the Triceratops and you could see there's a Velociraptor page and that kind of stuff. What if we just have that with the alien world and there's a spot where every hour on the hour a Michael Fassbender clone plays a flute to Michael Fassbender <laughs> for about 15 minutes yes. and seduces himself. Yes. <laughs> it's perfect. And you can walk through, maybe you can walk through his area where he's got all of his drawings and, and everything set up and like all of the different, because um, he's sort of, um, what's the word? that I'm trying to find, when they say that we came from apes. Oh my gosh, brain fart. Evolution. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't find the word. <laughs> like, he sort of worked to evolve them to become what they are in the original series that came out, at least, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So you can, maybe you can walk through his, like, room where all of that is, and you can see all of that, and, like, get an up-close look at all of the different things that he would have done and how he did it to create, like, what was in Prometheus and Covenant to what became in Alien. I like that. I like that. That could be good. And you can just, and you can, I mean, we can do other things too. Like maybe you, maybe you start, because maybe we do this sequentially, not in the way they came out. And maybe it's a, a series of rooms that you walk through. So you start in Covenant. No, because was you start in Covenant and maybe you're on, you're in the tunnels underneath and then you you like you can go into the big room in the in the ship that they find with the big chairs and you can explore that and see all the gears and the and like play around with that and then it can like bring up the because i think at that one point they were doing something and it shows you like the guy the hologram of the guy come in and sit down and the chair moves and you can do all of that and then the next room is maybe uh in Alien Covenant, the his room where he's got all his drawings and the evolution stuff, and then you jump now. Oh, you're over into Alien, and you can maybe they, maybe you've got it set up where the maybe guy you explain where the, the spaceship. Yeah, you gotta explain the spaceship. Uh, wait, where you what? Or you can exp explore the spaceship, the spaceship, like the original one that Ripley was on. Yeah, and you exactly. can see. Like you can, you can see like the the robot guy. I forget his name with like his head off and like spurting milk yes. out. Yes, and maybe the guy who the the alien came out of his chest. He's still there, dead, with this big gaping hole in his chest. Yep, and like the little alien is just like kind of popping out and just like, like yeah, it and like he just like he'll tease like you. Every it's once gonna come and get oh, you. God, he's gonna pop out at me. Yep. Ah, uh, you love it. And then and you just go through a room for each episode. Yes. Episode for each film. Uh, and like. Uh, that's perfect, and then it's so it's an it's it's an interactive experience, and in that you walk through it, and it sort of you know you can interact with it, but it's not like a thrill ride, obviously, which right. is what the goal is. Right. 
Perfect. I That's would it. love okay. that theme park. <laughs> I love the Alien series. <laughs> so hot. we have the aliens with that immersive walkthrough. We have the VR aliens experience where you're shooting like the movie aliens style. Maybe we could have a face hugger jump at your face in VR just for that jump scare. Acid from the aliens above you. We've got the Stranger Thing world where all the food court is. There's Eggo waffles. There's ice cream. Uh, the roller coaster in the dark that switches from the regular world to the upside down. You go under the feet of the giant spider thing guy. We've got yes. Zombieland. There's the shooting gallery with the laser tag. You can keep score shooting all the people. You're in an open cart. And then Zombieland themed fair games like Whack a Zombie. Perfect. This is a great theme park. This is a great. I'd go to this place. This sounds awesome. Me too. It's right up my uh, so alley. So here's, here's what we have to do for next week. We have to draw, you know, whenever you walk into a theme park at the front gate, there's the map that you open up of the yep. entire theme park. We, we have draw to draw the map. the map. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Hot. Let's do it. Hot. Hot. Uh, we've been going forever. Yeah. We so should maybe I'm going to push say, off a, a, a Dear Owie. <laughs> let's push <laughs> Dear Owie to next week. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. This is a good episode, though. I'm sorry it ran long, but yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed and it was I'm good. really it's, it's excited. Content. I'm I'm excited to build this map. I'm excited that Silence of the Lambs won. I can't wait to see your SpongeBob butt. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> SpongeBob balloon knot. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so just go ahead and uh, if you would please find us on YouTube, Responding Fire, Affable Idiots. Uh, oh, you can buy their merch, Responding Fire. No, can they buy no, it or you, you just made anymore. it? He just um, made it. It was but part of a, we'll it was part of a merch. charity thing last. Last month, if you okay. donated, or if you bought a shirt, the pro proceeds went to charity. There were quite a few shirts. But I just wanted to fire. advertise Respawn and Fire if you like video games. Watch it, listen to it, do both. They are at uh, Respawning Fire. Uh, you can find them. You yep. can find them on Twitter. You can find them on YouTube. You can find us on uh, YouTube and uh, Affable Idiots on Twitter. Affable Idiots on Facebook. If you Facebook, uh, we have them. Nothing happens on the uh, so them. I think we're going to delete them. Yeah, don't go to Facebook. We don't do anything with it. Um, but really, it. just get a, get at us. Oh my gosh, what year am I? Uh, get at <laughs> us <laughs> on the YouTube, <laughs> the YouTube. Look at my uvula. Ew. That's wild. <laughs> now, can you do me? Are you able? <laughs> you can't see mine. It's too. It's too. Yeah, stick your tongue out further. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> now, are you able to take the picture from our positive thought and show it to oh the audience? Oh my god, shut up, that's brilliant. <laughs> Isn't it so yes, cute? Yes, there it is, right in the middle. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so this week's positive thought that we like to leave you with is this cute little cat standing on a glass table. And so you can, it, it's just like a close-up of its sweet little toe beans. And in the big toe bean, like where the ball of the foot might be or the heel, it says, you deserve good things. And you do. And it's so cute and it's sweet and it's cuddly, just like it's you. It's true. You're good, you're sweet, it's and you're true. cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for stopping by and hanging out. We are Sex Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Hugs and kisses. Hearts and shards. <laughs> Shardy farts. <laughs> <laughs>